The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legionis Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k and Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse, I'm here with Austin and Steven yet again to uh, continue our coverage of Book 9, Crusade. We're on the part I've been looking forward to the most. Well, mostly. As far as Dark Angels are concerned. Yeah, as, as much as anyone can look forward to anything Dark Angels related. Oh boy, I know I was. I still yeah, am. Jesse's only been waiting for this since what? 2015. Yeah, to 2015. 2014, that, 2015. No. No more using a stubborn and counterattack for him, no sir. <laughs> no, no, I just gave points away. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you still do. I still we'll do. With some rights, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. But um, first things first, we're just going to roll right into the Dark Angel Unique Right of War, the Eschaton Imperative which is one of the unprecedented six rights of war that are given to the Legion in this book. Somebody felt bad. <laughs> I mean, so. you wait long enough and there it is. Right. Worth it. Mm -hmm. uh, when the lion decrees that a world must die, it is the veterans of the Dreadwing that take command of such operations. The warriors of that grim brotherhood take the lead opening the forbidden vaults of the Techno-Arcane and searing the battlefield with dire weapons of annihilation. The Eschaton is an inevitable death sentence for even those that survive the bombardment and rally to those few havens that escape the reign of death will fall to the guns of the Dreadwing, a sign of the Lion's willingness to sacrifice everything in the name of victory. As you could probably guess, this is the Dreadwing Hexagrammaton, Rite of War. Uh, it has the following effects. Dread Legion. Legion destroyer squads and Dreadwing interrupters may be taken as troop choices in a primary detachment using this right of war. Marshal of the Eschaton. All enemy models within 12 inches that can draw line of sight to an independent character with a scion of the Dreadwing special rule have their leadership value reduced by one. This effect does not apply to units that are immune to the effects of the fear special rule. This effect, is, yeah, this effect is not cumulative, and any given enemy unit may only be affected by it once, regardless of how many models with this special rule are within range and line of sight. Masters of the Blackened Earth. For the duration of the game, all open ground areas of the battlefield outside of any player's deployment zone counts as difficult terrain. Those, er yeah, those areas previously defined as difficult terrain, woods, ruins, etc., remain as difficult terrain, while impassable terrain, fortifications, and buildings are unaffected by this rule. Before any models are deployed, the Dark Angels player may choose to place up to three Eschaton markers, represented by spare dice, bases, or any other token, anywhere in the playing area that is six inches from a table edge or any player's deployment zone. The area within six inches of an Eschaton marker, including terrain pieces within the zones of this effect, is counted as dangerous terrain in addition to any other effects for the duration of the game. 
So you got three 12 inch pie plates. Woof. Damn. Dangerous That's terrain. Just, yep. Oh man. <laughs> so, Every objective. I mean, so dangerous terrain isn't that big of a deal in most cases, right? Like until it most is. Of the time. Until it is. Right. Until like, it is. When right. you get vehicles. Yeah. Until you're you also know. this is a very special fuck you to uh White Scar's jet bike armies. Oh, jet bikes don't <laughs> care, right? Jet bikes not care moving about? through. I thought they. Ca- I thought they cared if they ended their movement in it. Or am right. I thinking of something else? I think of jetpacks. I could yeah, be I wrong about. Ju- I could be. Re- I could be wrong about jetpacks. I have to double check that. But anyway, continuing on, salt the earth and burn the sky. All infantry units with the Legionus Astartes Dark Angel special rule that include at least one model with the Scion of the Dreadwing special rule. And all independent characters with Scion of the Dreadwing may take the following additional options. All models in a unit may be equipped with Rad Grenades for 30 points a unit. All models in a unit may be equipped with Stasis Grenades for 30 points a unit. Any model with the option to select a heavy weapon may instead take a Plasma Incinerator for 25 points a model. Limitations. All compulsory troop choices must be filled by either Destroyer Squads or Dreadwing Interrupter Squads. All compulsory troop choices in an attachment must include at least one model with Scion of the Dreadwing. If the enemy has any units that are not falling back in their deployment zone at the end of the game, then the opposing player gains plus one victory point, or plus three victory points if that unit is a scoring unit. If the enemy has any units that are not falling back in their deployment zone at the end of the game, then the opposing player gains plus one victory points, Plus one victory point or plus three victory points if that unit is a scoring unit. Does that mean that I get him as a Dark Angels player? If the enemy unit says, then the no, the other guy gets them. Okay. Any units? Okay. Because it so it's, it's kind I of like it's, it's writing it. Yeah, it's writing it under the impression that the reader is a Dark Angels player. Yeah. It's just when they throw enemy and then they also throw opposing player in the same sentence. Kind yeah. Of me off there. Yeah. It's a little clunky, but I think that's what they write. Cause that kind of makes sense. Like, ah, you've had the balls it is, to it is stay the, here, huh? It is the limitation. So it's obviously not going to be a benefit to you. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, moving on. The army's warlord must have sign of the Dreadwing special rule or be Lionel Johnson. All infantry units and independent characters included in this army must be deployed and embarked within a transport vehicle, including those placed into reserves. The hmm. army may not include a fortification detachment or allied detachment, and no unit from a detachment using this right of war can be joined by independent characters that are not part of this detachment. So, a bit of stuff to unpack here. Um, first things first... I think this is the first uh, right of war that I've seen from GW that allows you to take destroyer squads as a troop choice. Oh boy, and it's so cool too. Ugh. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I agree with Steven. So, this seems real fun. I I love destroyers. Uh, I've always thought destroyers were really really cool, and I've always kind of wished that there was some sort of th- way to take them as troops. Yep. Uh, so I guess I'm playing Dark Angels now. <laughs> so the one downside oh, with that no. though is. Uh, you can't take destroyers with jetpacks because they have to be embarked in a transport. Well, that's okay. So much the better. But uh, the plus side, and you'll be hearing this a lot from me, uh, termites are the way to go Jesus because Christ. they are now, because we haven't gotten to this point yet, but termites are now an official dedicated transport for destroyers. 
Oh my god. Oh, that's unsettling. My my militia don't like this list in the slightest. <laughs> oh no. So if you can uh, get past not having jetpacks, I'll survive somehow. <laughs> somehow. So I what I really like, one of the things I like in this the most just from a rule of cool is salt the earth and burn the sky. You know, everybody's breaking out the um the big crazy guns. Mm. Uh, any model that can take a heavy weapon can take a plasma incinerator for 25 points, right? So that's heavy weapon squads. Just a whole squad of plasma incinerators. Uh, paying for that's, it for sure. That's Terminator squads instead of taking I mean, heavy flamers a, or an auto gun. Not a lot more than you would for other stuff, though. Yeah, oh, you're like right, it's, you know? it's still cheaper than uh, LAS gun or LAS cannons, and it's probably a little bit more expensive then heavy flamers, which I think is the the next closest the analog. On, what's the stats on plasma incinerator again? Stand by. It's, uh, plasma class. incinerator is 18 inch range, strength four, AP two, heavy D three plus four. Ignores cover, plasma flame, allowing you to uh uh reroll the reroll Overwatch. The Overwatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you Man, can take right. I didn't so, think about that. Yeah, terminators. Terminators, yeah. Who are Drop that Reaper auto cannon? Who don't care just about walk heavy. up the table with a plasma <laughs> incinerator? Yeah, and it's dislike model that can do it. So, or any model that can take heavy weapons, um, which seems kind of silly, but you can take a uh, Armistos and replace his heavy bolter oh. or Volkite with a plasma incinerator <laughs> and make it master crafted. Mm-hmm. Now, is that any infantry model? Or no, it any just says model? any model. So, Dreadnoughts? Uh, Wait. <laughs> fuck, Predators? Come on, would, that's got to that be infantry. That was my first thought. It has to be infantry. Like, can't be. It has to be infantry. They might have thought it, but that's not what oh, they're no, no, saying. Oh, no, no, yeah. Reading farther up, reading, <laughs> to get far ahead of ourselves. Oh, all, all infantry, infantry units. units. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But right, still, that's, that's, little, little, eh. that's better. That's yeah. Oh no no. Still sorry sorry back. Yeah. All independent characters. Right. All infantry units with Dark Angel special rule that have at least one model of sign on the Dreadwing, and all independent characters may take the following additional options. So it is just infantry units and independent characters, not not predators, not dreadnoughts. For now. <laughs> all right, that's better. That's better. But still. <laughs> but terminators uh, definitely. Terminators can do it. Heavy support yeah, squads heavy can do it. Yeah. Terminators veterans are can do it. Incinerators are insane. Yeah. Veterans can do it because veterans can take two rocket launchers or two heavy bolters. The downside with that is it, it is a heavy be. weapon and you don't have, it does specifically does not say that you bring the, uh, the, the suspensor the, web with it. Yes. Okay. So still just take terminators and give them plasma incinerators. That is nuts. Or just, just take a vet squad, bring two of them, set it on objective. Come get me. Yeah, I dare you. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't think camping objectives is the uh, is the idea of this, right? No, because you gotta get you gotta weed out your opponents in their deployment zone. It's very much being in your opponent's business. Downside of that is you have to get also past the uh, difficult terrain. But as no, you don't. You bring termites. Bring termites and scions of the dreadwing automatically move four inches through difficult terrain rather than rolling dice. 
So and now we know why that's good. Like I liked yeah. it before, but when you can turn like a 36 inch by one foot deep section of the table into da- difficult terrain. Yeah. I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool, right? Mm. I like it a lot. Yeah. And like I said, those three eschaton markers, which they give you spare dice bases or any other token, probably best, nothing bigger than a 40 millimeter token. I feel cause you're already dropping what a 12 inch pie plate. From yeah, single... you bring a big-ass template <laughs> to mark this, and I'm just going to measure from the center of it. Yeah, that's probably deal with it. You know, that's probably the easiest thing to do, measure from the center. So those tokens make everything... What? Dangerous terrain. Dangerous terrain. Regardless mm-hmm. of what uh, terrain pieces are in the zone. Huh. That's be fine. I... That seems like it has overall limited uses, but until, you know, someone fails a dangerous terrain check and falls down and dies. You could effectively put a three-foot line of dangerous terrain a foot deep into your opponent's zone. Yeah. I mean, what you do is, right, if you have, like, you know, you're playing one of those games, you're dropping three objectives, your opponent's dropping two, drop three more than a foot away from his board and just... Congratulations. You want to win this game, you're going to have to slog somebody through a foot of difficult terrain. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have termites. Thank you for playing. Mm-hmm. And terminators with plasma incinerators. Yeah. Because yeah, terminators can take uh, mm-hmm. dread claws as dedicated transports. So you don't need a whole lot to get that auto. Uh, oh, terminators that can weapon. take dread claws as dedicated transports. I believe transports. so. Mm hmm. Not as dedicated transports. They could be put into a Dreadclaw. No, no, they can be put into a Dreadclaw. I'm, maybe I'm thinking of Sons of Horus Terminators, which might be that able to take the makes Dreadclaw. More sense. Uh, that makes more sense. It's been so long since these books came out. <laughs> We're going to have to go through all these again like this. But yeah, Terminator. So yeah, of course you only can bring two of them with that, but when they're D3 plus four shots per gun. Yeah, how many do you need? Not many. <laughs> yeah, you could always uh, try really, really hard to fish for Relentless with a Psyker. Yep. You can go really extra and just put a heavy support squadron in a Termite. Oh, it's still heavy, so they'd still have to snapshot the first time, but still. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. Yeah, I'm liking that. But as of right now, I don't really have anything extra to talk about for uh, Eschaton. So, you guys want to move on to the next one? Other than how fucking cool a destroyer right is. Yeah. Right. All right. Rag grenades on everybody. <laughs> hey, wait mm. a second. Yeah. That being said, um, what's the strength of the plasma incinerator again? Strength uh, uh, four, four, I want to say. Let me double check. Four. Oh. Yeah, four. Well, never mind. What are you thinking? Uh... For some reason, Strength 6 was sticking in my head, mm. and it would be hilarious to me if, because of rat grenades, you were just instant-deathing people in Overwatch. <laughs> now, that's the Plasma Repeater. Oh, Only the great. Militia. Which, let's see, which still gets hot. Salva 2-3. Who could take that? Who could take that? Any model who can take a Plasma Gun, which is not Terminators. But... Womp, womp. Yeah. Hmm. Support squadron. Yeah, support squad. Make it happen. An extra 10 points a gun. It's not terrible. I mean, I'd do it for 100 points. Yeah, 
Salvo 2-3 twin linked gets hot. You don't care. Yep. Just gun them down. Pew, 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 Put pew, a rad pew. grenade on there. Yeah. All right. Who wants to tackle the steel fist? All right. I, I got this one. I like me some tanks. Mm-hmm. The steel fist. The iron wing holds sway over the vast armories of the dark angels, commanding a force of war engines greater than any other legion. When the first legion is committed to war under the aegis of these masters of destruction, it does so as a steel fist striking a blow that shatters the enemy at a single stroke and grinds their forces into oblivion under the steel tracks of its war engines. What I cannot crush with words, I will apparently crush with the tanks of the Dark Angels. Uh, so, the effects. Iron Brethren, Legion Predator Strike Squadrons may be selected as compulsory troop choices for this detachment. Marshal of the Steel Fist. Independent character mortals in this detachment with the scion of the Iron Wing grant any transport vehicle in which they are embarked a six-up invulnerable save or increase an existing invulnerable save by plus one. Armored Assault. All non-Terminator infantry units except jump infantry or jetpack infantry with ten or fewer models and at least one model with a scion of the Iron Wing special rule in this detachment may take a Proteus or Phobos Land Raider as a dedicated transport. Yeehaw. Infantry units with 15 or more models may select a Spartan Assault Tank as a dedicated transport. Yeah, hey, Lionel Johnson, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's Everybody like run said, around a Spartan. Being extra. Super extra. But wait, there's more. Aegis of Iron. Whenever a unit from this detachment that includes at least one model with a sign of the Iron Wing special rule is embarked upon a transport vehicle that suffers damage, it may re-roll failed pinning tests or armor saves that result from that damage. This affects only the embarked unit, not the transport itself. So when you inevitably get blown out of that Spartan assault tank by, say, a three-gun Medusa battery, you might live to tell about it. Limitations. All infantry units in the army must begin the game deployed in a transporting vehicle with a tank type that has sufficient transport capacity to carry them. I'm not sure how they would start the game deployed <laughs> in a tr any other type of transport, but I wanted to be clear about specific. that. <laughs> uh, no more well, than pods. a single unit. It's effectively, that uh, excludes drop pods. Drop pods don't have tank type, though. Correct. So they cannot. That's but that has Austin was saying do he doesn't. But uh, yeah. That's not sufficient. That has sufficient transport capacity to carry them? That You couldn't stick an 11-man squad in a drop pod anyway. Mm. Well, I guess they Man. just put it in there to dummy-proof it. I suppose. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> uh, no more than a single unit of each of the following unit types may be included in an army using this right of war. Bike, jet bike, flyer, get in a tank, noobs. At least half of the units in the army must consist entirely of vehicles with the tank type. So love those predators. The army may not take fortifications or allied detachment. No unit from a detachment using this right of war can be joined by independent characters that are not part of this detachment, which I feel is going to be a theme. Um, yes. But I like this because it's just predator strike squadrons. That's just all predators, right? Yeah. It, yeah that, it's not like... Armored it's armored breakthrough and armored spearhead combined into a beautiful, beautiful child. Right. Yeah. And it's these what they want to be when limited. they grew up. These predators aren't limited to just the predator cannon. You could take yeah. any uh, conversion beamers. Gun. Conversion beamers for days. Yes. 
magna meltas, flamestorm cannons. It's a scary time. Mm. Unfortunately, um, you glorious. can't take Sikorins as elites anymore. No, but at this yeah, point... but you can just take Spartans as dedicated transports. <laughs> or Proteus or Phobos land raiders. Mm-hmm. Make up all that room for your Exendios. That's oh, true. <laughs> you can just... You can just spam exendios because you have the heavy support slots for it wide open i noticed uh, uh one missing limitation here that kind of sticks out to me is the fact that you do not need an iron wing warlord or lionel johnson it is not huh. in the limitations you're right it just says you can interesting yeah yeah huh. that might be and an it's over- not i like feel like that's an oversight However, hmm. rules completely as written. It's not a matter of uh, obscurity. It's right. just a fact it's not there. Uh, are there any HQ vehicles running around? That uh, could be the there's reason. the... Um, right? The command... The Damocles there's command the command rhino. Thing. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And there's I, also I, the uh, Legion Master of Armor. Yeah, well, that's I would only get, from that certain that Those right, are the though. reasons. Isn't the Master of Armor a specific... Right, that unlocks that. I don't think so, but I've never seen a book that has Master of Armor included. So I'm pretty sure it's under the Armored Spearhead Right of War that allows you to take it, because that's where you get your uh, your um, uh, 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 Sakaran as a HQ. Yeah, the Command Rhino is the only vehicle HQ, but I bet the Command Rhino is why there's not a requirement for it. Potentially. Damn shame Casterman Orth can't just hop in one of these Dark Angels tanks and go to town. <laughs> Be a real man. Now, I will well, also will say that the uh, the Command Rhino is not a compulsory HQ either. You can't just take a Command... You, you just can't yeah, take a Command Rhino true. as an HQ. Yeah. Womp womp. Says where? Says under the special deployment rule... Oh, words. yeah, as a non-compulsory. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Make me read the rule, whatever. I know, the nerve of some people. I was but prepared I this episode. I got the book out. I guess that's, I would guess that's the reason. Because if you want to be themey, right, you'd have a Damocles Command Rhino. But if you, if all your HQ choices had to take. Yeah, I don't know. I will say also, it's nice because. Iron Wing Protocol was the right of war that I used before. And I was always yeah, you trying to... Yeah, pile of predators. And yeah, and I was always kind of balancing out, do I take my Vindicators? Do I take my Predators? Because you only still... You still only get three heavy support slots. And for a tank... No longer. And for a tank-heavy uh, army, that was kind of difficult. But this opens up so much more up possibilities. Truly, 2020 is not a total clusterfuck. I just need to be able to the play. The power them. is yours. <laughs> but yeah, I think bringing two uh, two twenty man tactical squadrons and rolling out with two Spartans as dedicated transports—that's <laughs> just rude. Make, There's no reason anyone should people need hate to do their that. lives. Fine, be that way. <laughs> I suppose we always just uh, downgrade to, uh, Phobos land raiders and still assault out of them. <laughs> Why you got to be the way you are? But hey, at least you know I won't fill them up with Terminators, at least in my uh, troops a lot. Mm. But yeah, I I personally like this. The nice thing for me is my Iron Wing 
uh, army that I have can easily fit into this new steel fist right of war. I know that may not be the case for some other people, but for myself, it fit just perfectly. And I can't wait to try it out one day. Well, I'm not looking forward to being on the receiving end of it. <laughs> well, maybe you'll be... Oh, man, uh, I gotta agree. Not thrilled by it. <laughs> well, let's see if uh, you'd be eager to be on the receiving end of the storm of war, Stephen. Well, as a side note, uh, you could just stick Lionel Johnson in, like, a tactical squad and put him in a Spartan. And away he goes. Nothing stopping him. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, go ahead over here with Storm of War. That sounds scary. Yeah, why are they stealing names from White Scars? <laughs> uh, because the White Scars just are not allowed to have nice things, I guess. <laughs> no. Anyway, take it away, Jesse. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. No, only half the page Take it away, Stephen. Oh. I'll get, <laughs> yeah, so I'll get Unbroken Vow next. All right. All right. Uh, Storm of War. The Stormwing are masters of the open battlefield, artists of shot and shell. When the Dark Angels muster for war in all their glory, it is the marshals. It is the marshals of the storm of. Uh, it is the marshals of the storm of war that plan and order the battles that will shatter the foe's armies and grind their engines to, into dust. When the storm of war is unleashed, it sweeps clean the battlefield as a wave of unstoppable force. The effects, Masters of the Storm of War. Any Legion tactical squads or Legion assault squads selected as compulsory troops and consisting of at least 20 models may include a Legion Centurion. This Centurion is considered part of the squad it is purchased with, may not leave it during play, nor select any council upgrades, and may not be chosen as the Army's Warlord. Marshal of the Storm. Legion Praetors and Legion Centurions in this detachment with the Scion of the Stormwing special rule, may attempt to issue a single order each per game turn. Orders affect the issuing model and the unit it is joined, with no given unit able to benefit from more than one order in any turn. Once an order has been successfully issued to a unit in any given turn, any further orders to it in that turn automatically fail. To successfully issue an order, the model must declare the order it intends to use and then pass a leadership test. All order effects last until the start of the controlling player's next turn and affect only the issuing model and a Legion Tactical Squad or Legion Assault Squad which that model has joined. And these are the four orders. Hold the line. Declare at the start of the movement phase. May not be used if engaged in combat at the start of that phase. If successfully issued, the unit accompanied gains the Feel No Pain 6-Up Special Rule, but they may not move that turn. Volley Fire. Declare at the start of the shooting phase. May only target a Legion tactical squad. If successfully issued, the unit accompanied may make a Fury of the Legion attack even if it has moved that turn. But not if it Boy, ran... Boy, Will's going to be mad when he finds out they stole a rule from him. <laughs> but not if they ran or disembarked or embarked from a transport in the same turn. How you fire a Fury of the Legion when you embark from a transport, I'm not sure. But that's fine. Uh, full assault. Declare at the start of the assault phase before any charges are declared. May only be used if not engaged in combat at the start of the phase. If successful, the unit accompanied gains the furious charge special, special rule. And finally, field reserves. 
Declare at the start of the controlling player's turn if the unit is in reserve, regardless of the current turn number. If successfully issued, the unit accompanied automatically passes its reserves test and gains the outflank special rule. Limitations. All compulsory, all compulsory troop choices in a detachment must include at least one model with sign of the Stormwing. No unit selected as compulsory troops choice may take a dedicated transport. The army must include more Legion assault or tactical squads combined than the total of all other units selected. Any Centurion's part of the compulsory troops choice does not count as additional units for the purpose of this rule. The army's warlord must have Scion of the Stormwing or B. Lionel Johnson. The army may not include a fortress or allied detachment. And no unit from this detachment using this right of war can be joined by independent characters that are not part of the detachment. Ugh, mouthful. Imperial Guard Dark Angels Edition. Yeah, if you ever wanted to play Astartes as Imperial Guard, as what it felt like the original uh, intent of heresy was, here you go. I gotta say, this uh, right of war upsets me a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's a well-known Sixth Legion thing that they have a bunch of champions running around Uh-oh. doing cool champion shit. <laughs> so I'm a little annoyed that, like, it's the Dark Angels that suddenly get, like, random... Like well, point of information, no 6th in, Legion uh, champion squads. has ever done cool champion shit. Anything you can do. Yeah, I hey, can do boss, uh, I can do, do you remember that whole year you. where you where you couldn't that talk year is, about that year is past. all? <laughs> I've served my time. So yeah, I, I wonder say, how that happened. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. hold the line. I'm not a huge... Eh, I could take it or leave it. Feel no so, pain six up. I might. I'd rather just spend a thirty-five points and throw an apothecary in there. I would like that better if it was six up. Feel no pain six up or granted plus one to feel no pain. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, that being said, field reserves, sweet fuck. Yes, field reserves. I'm really field reserves and volley fire. Oof. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You can do it turn one. Yeah, turn yeah, one. Outflank. My twenty-man tax squad outflanks. 20-man tech well, squad, 20-man right assault squad. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I personally love the add a centurion to every squad thing. Actually, not that not opens even up that. so much versatility. Because Legion Praetors and Centurions can do it. So you can stick your Praetor yes. in a bunch of cataphracty Terminators who can then outflank on turn one. Woo! Am I Woo! reading that right? Um, right? Right? Hang on. Let's see. Oh, wait, wait. All order effects last until the start of the controlling player's next turn and affect only the issuing model and a Legion Tactical Squad or Legion Assault Squad. Oh, there we go. Okay. Got it. Got excited because you read yeah. the first part of that womp, womp. sentence. Like, meh. Still, though. Yeah. Like, you got me excited there for a second. But yeah, that's right. Fucking 20 Assault Marines outflanking on turn one for no assault. good reason. And yeah, you. you you can never discount a twenty-man tax squad. I love them. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of well, it's a lot of bodies. It's a lot of bolters mm-hmm. that I mean, can move Grey and Slayers, do but the, Fury yeah. of the Legion. Yeah, you outflank on one turn and then you volley fire on another. Yeah. Um, let me see. Is it a Centurion? Is it leadership ten or nine? Ten. Um, I'm checking right now. Centurions are leadership ten. Nope. Centurions are nine. What? Lord Centurions are nine. nine. Quit lying to people on the internet. That's, that's all I do. I exclusively lie to people on the internet. Yeah, Praetors are ten, Centurions are nine. But still. 
I guess I'm just uh, spoiled by playing word bearers and all of my centurions are chaplains. <laughs> That's right. Mean, you just don't give a shit about leadership. <laughs> it's not the worst thing to not give a shit about. That's true. Yeah, except when you don't give a shit about leadership, you get people like Erebus in charge. <laughs> burn! Womp womp. That's not a burn. I hate Erebus. <laughs> but, yeah, I would love and to Corferon. see And Corferon. I would love to see a Storm of War army on the table. Yeah, that... That'd be real good. And that's the sort of army I like playing for Marines. Just like, here's my sea of bodies. Yep. Can you kill 130 space Marines in yep. a game? That's Doubtful. so many tactical Marines to paint. It just screams great crusade to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like those um, those covers on some of the older Horus Heresy books where it's just a sea of Marines. Yeah, just yep. a sea of Marines. I love it. I love it all. It's going to be good. All right, Stephen, you want to tackle the Unbroken Vow? Ah, Dark Angel's unique right of war, the unbroken vow. Duty weighs heavily upon the oath-bound warriors of the Deathwing. Once sworn to a task, they will let no obstacle bar them from its completion. On the battlefield, not even death will stay their advance, and where others would retreat in the face of annihilation, the Deathwing stand unmoved. When war dictates that the impossible must be achieved, it is the warriors of the Deathwing to which the First Legion turns. Effects. The Hammer of Caliban. Legion veteran squads and Legion Terminator squads may be selected as troops in this detachment. Neat. Marshal of the Unbroken Vow. Independent character models with the Legion of Stardes, Dark Angels, and Scion of the Deathwing special rule in this detachment gain plus one attack while within 12 inches of an objective. <laughs> Death is not the end. Any unit with Legion of Astarte's Dark Angel special rule that includes at least one model with the Scion of the Deathwing special rule gains Feel No Pain, 6-up, while at least one model within is within 6 inches of any objective. If it already has Feel No Pain, then the value of the rule is increased by one step, from 6-up to 5-up, for example. Limitations. All compulsory troop slots must be filled with veteran squads or terminator squads. All compulsory troop choices with the Dark Angel special rule in this detachment must include at least one model with the Scion of the Deathwing special rule. After deployment has been completed, the Dark Angel's player must place a single additional objective at the center of the table, or as close to it as possible. At the end of any game turn, in which the Dark Angel's player does not control this objective with a unit that includes at least one model with Scion of the Deathwing, the opposing player gains one victory point or plus three victory points if the opposing player controls it. The army's warlord must have Scion of the Deathwing, or be Lionel Johnson. The army may not include an allied detachment. No unit from a detachment using this right of war can be joined by independent characters that are not part of this detachment. So, it's like Pride of the Legion, but better, and also more punishing. Yeah, I, there was a lot of... Uh angst on the interwebs regarding this particular right of war. But um, I've been actually writing a list for this because I honestly think that you could really do some serious damage with this right. Particularly getting the boost from uh, death is not the end, getting that plus one to feel no pain within effectively a 12-inch oh, pie yeah. plate of any objective. Mm-hmm. And a plus yeah, four, inch, plus a four one, not pain just nuts. Yeah, yeah, and plus one attack within effectively a twenty-four inch pie plate of any objective. 
So yeah, that's going to be most of the table. Yeah. Um, well, in objective games anyway. Yeah. And the, uh, the, uh, the center objective is definitely a hard spot, but I, I've been writing a list today and I, I didn't want to share lists right away, but this one I felt was kind of like uh, important because I really think this right is not as bad as some people think. So here's what I have. Um, for an HQ, I'm not going to go through all the details, but basically a Praetor with a jetpack, uh, eight Deathwing companions with jetpacks, because you can take them like that, with your mix of, you know, Tyrannic Greatswords and whatnot, melt bombs. Uh, then you have an Apothecary with a jump pack as well, to get you that four-up feel-no-pain almost anywhere on the field, particularly that center spot reason I gave them jetpacks is you want to get to that center as quickly as possible. And then when you yeah, get there, yeah, then when you get there, you drop your shields to pull up that four up invuln on your entire unit. Good luck removing those guys. And then you have a four yeah. up feel no pain on those guys as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like most, I mean, that's, that's a great way to get around giving up a victory point turn one. Mm -hmm. Cause otherwise I'm not sure how you would manage to not do that. And you still may not, like, depending on the deployment, but it'd be hard-pressed to not get close within. Yeah, because just at the en end of the game turn, not player turn, so like you're going to get to go and try. Yeah, and I imagine you can still run after moving as a jetpack guy, right? Um, yes, if you jump pack up in the movement phase, you can still run in the shooting phase. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it, it shouldn't be too difficult to get there. And the uh, shields, the uh, Scytherian shields don't care if you move. So you'd still get that four-up invuln as, after you run. But then yeah, I, a smart player or a smart opponent is probably going to be sticking around on the sides just trying to snipe you off of there instead of meeting head-on. with. Also a side note, if you can get a charge with your Praetor around an objective, you can have it so you have eight, eight attacks. Oh, with a Praetor, with a Paragon Blade and whatever oh, pistol they have. With four attacks base, plus one for the charge, mm. plus one for digital weapons. Um, what am I missing here? Uh, you, won't get, um, you won't get the attack from a sword and pistol because Paragon Blades are specialist weapons. Okay, well, we'll figure out some other but sword still, to give them then. But still, seven attacks. I can, I can live with a Calibonite Warblade. Get a plus one strength. Then that's the extra attack. And Oof. yeah. Eight attacks, yes. Good night. And then that's that's on top of whatever your uh, Deathwing characters are also throwing at them too. If they survive that long. Not thrilled. You know how I love Psykers, so my first thought is there's so many good ways, so many defensive powers oh, yeah. for a Psyker to throw in there and just make those Deathwing uh, companions even harder to remove. Mm -hmm. Hell, if they get Endurance... That's a four-up field oh. no pain out of the box. I also forgot to mention, uh, including with this uh, apothecary who's with the command squadron and the other ones which I'm going to be using, uh, they're also going to be taking the firewing scion rule. So that grants the entire unit hatred. Neat. Just That's deeply, just great. Deeply that's just fantastic. So, so a smart opponent will probably be trying to snipe the units off of the center. Well, that's when you put in... Uh, your veteran tacticals in termites and they're popping out into wherever their those little gun nests are. And as they come out, 
They're also going to have plasma burners because they can take those. Two, uh, two of them are going to take plasma burners. And, oh, look what comes out. A Legion champion in each of those termites as well. Jesus. Followed Wait, alongside, more. Follow alongside an apothecary who has the firewing uh, rule to give them all hatred. Lord. So you got so, two termites sticking around, taking out gun nests. You have your uh, center piece holding the center. And just to top it all off, you might need another distraction. Well, that's when your uh, inner knight's circle synobium and a Spartan comes into play. And they're taking all their sorts of, uh, you know, tyrannic great swords, a couple of thunder handers to throw. And the fact that they're all characters means that they can also take some more scion rules. I, in particularly, chose uh, one from the Firewing to give them all hatred, and one from the Stormwing, so all their uh, uh, snapshots, or their, uh, excuse me, their uh, Overwatch shots are at BS2, which they can re-roll. Ugh. All so right. you just have no Jeez, chill Jesse. Like, we're just, yeah, just we're just in it now. So with that being said, this I feel is, this like... This is our lives. Yeah, I feel like this is a pretty good right that you can really make work out. <clears throat> Demons of the Ruin Storm coming up. <laughs> yeah, except tyrannic greatswords. Fuck that. Uh, so I, I think the key is having that, as long as you have a model within six inches of an objective, which shouldn't be too difficult in most cases. I know there are a couple of missions that don't require objectives. However, in the ones that you yeah, do get, typically you get to also pick where they come in. So you could uh, roll the dice and move some objectives closer to your opponent's deployment zone, throw out your termites, and have your apothecaries give up a four-up feel-no-pain to your champion and your uh, veterans while they do the dirty work. Unfortunate. Yeah, you essentially play play the demon game and put the objectives in the other guy's deployment zone because, well, you're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's my two cents. I think these, this right of war actually has a lot of potential. Potential to lose friends, maybe. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That is not a friend maker pattern. Now but that that's okay. That, it's a very pricey. There's not, and that's a three thousand point list, by the way. I'll try. Ooh. I'll probably uh, share it. It's it's not a lot of models. I want to say, let's see, 12, 24, 34, maybe about forty five models. Just Roughly. Yeah, I think you, that'll, it'll probably suffer against dedicated gunline armies, but against most, like, kitchen sink armies, where there's a decent chance, or there's a decent mix of shooting and close combat, forcing your opponent to come to you and kick you off those objectives is going to make them real sad, because they're not going to be able to kick you off those objectives. Yeah. Because they have to decide, yeah. do I want to play the regular mission of the game, or do I want that three victory points a turn? Yeah, this. Cool. Hey, nice Palantine blades you've got there. Chop. I will say that the downside is you do have to be pretty close to this uh, objective at the beginning. What does it say? Oh, you just have to control it. So that's three inches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're you're probably giving up a VP turn one. But uh, I think if you can bait people into trying to take that objective from you, like it just seems like a trap, yeah. you know, like. Well, depending on deployment, you might have uh, you might have that objective at the start of the game. Potentially, hell, it's true. Ambush it's just in the middle of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've played enough. I played with my night lords long enough to know that 
that if I deploy on the edge of my deployment zone and then jump pack up and then run, I'm in the center of the table. I'm there. That's fair. Yeah, and as, um, you know, if things get a little heady, you can swap out, you can fall back your uh, veterans or your Cenobites to the center and have your outrageous command squadron and Praetor just going to town anywhere else with their jetpacks because they'll get to where you need to pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Just out there ruining everybody's lives. Yep. Why are you trying to make some a bad time, Jesse? <laughs> it's a bad day to be a traitor. Just some food for thought. Or a demon. Uh-huh. uh-huh. God, yeah. and that's another objective that I can't deploy, like, portals near. That's true. Oh, fuck. That does, uh, that does push out. Now, the, um, let's see. Where is the, uh. Hammer of Caliban, Marshal of the Unbroken Vow. Where did it say that? Ah, after deployment has been completed, must place a single additional. So, you deploy after you set down other objectives, right? Yes. Right. I believe so. So you can't use that center objective to, like, block out other people's objectives, but... You but can conversely, you can, put a, you can put a normal objective there. And then put this one, like, right next to it. Well, no, because it's still labeled as an objective, so presumably it still follows all the rules for deploying objectives, and they have to be a certain distance from one another. It does say at the center of the table or as close as possible. I took as close as possible to mean if there was impassable terrain in the center of the table. Yeah. Well, actually, but... so... No, it's usually, separate, up, it's, it's usually up the to deployment. the mission. It's usually up to the mission that says how far you can place objectives away from one another. Yeah, and that's also when you're deploying. This is after deployment has been completed. So I would say you would ignore whatever rules the mission was giving for objectives when deploying this. Well, this, as the more specific rule, just says put it as close to the center of the table as possible. Which, like I said, discounting... Uh impassable terrain yeah well or like all you if there was another objective in the exact center all you unbroken vow players now have a moral obligation to model a super cool wreck of something and put it in the center of the table mm -hmm. and your dark angel's got to go hold that thing i just want like the uh the blood raven from dawn of war when he's just like gets shot a million times and he yeah. puts the banner in the ground, it's just like, uh, and that's what I want. Down. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm yeah, like just a like a guy like laying, just laying down, like full of bullet holes with the banner up. Go get him, boys. Yeah. I think that's what I'll probably go with. Lord. Like I said, and you know, theme, the unbroken vow. Like, sticking with him. I mean, we didn't stick with him at the uh, beginning of this game, but... <laughs> I don't know how we got all the way out there, but... <laughs> yeah, he got ahead of himself, but boy, are we here to find him. Yeah. <laughs> he he, he deep-struck without a drop pod, and that's what happened. Yeah, just put Lionel Johnson dead in the center of the table. Look. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go get the dad. Gotta go get dad. <laughs> We're coming, dad. Oh, no, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I actually did... um. It's funny, I was putting some, I actually magnetized some uh, jet packs onto the Deathwing guys that I'm working on. And uh, on oh, Instagram, uh, Sar Luther, who was uh, the winner of our little giveaway, 
was it earlier this year? I can't remember. I've lost all track of time. Uh, they also put their uh, Praetor that they won with a jetpack, and it looks sweet. Mint. What would be really cool is if you get that Blood Angels uh, chaplain from 40K, take his jetpack, which has like that Mark IV look and also the spread wings, put that on a, on a Dark you know, Angels I character. I never really liked those wings. I mean, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. And, and I will hold on to that wrong opinion, but... Those those wings were just always too gaudy for me. It's like, and I don't. You're telling me that the dark angels would would shy away from something over the top. I already got capes on the back of these guys. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure if I so. buy that, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, Lino Johnson went into but the woods insta- instead of to hand forge a suit of armor. <laughs> A shitty one, might add. <laughs> That's true. That being said, I chose to go instead of uh, Mark IV. I went with the uh, Mark II slash Mark III jetpacks because they just look so much more uh, aggressive to me. The big double turbine. Yeah. They do. I agree. Strong, sensual, respect. Mm. I don't think you can put wings on those. Mm. Not with that attitude. <laughs> I don't want to try. How about that? Okay, that's fair. Fair. You do you. It's your arm. It. Austin, want to hit the Seeker's Arrow? I do, because I have thoughts on this, my friend. <clears throat> the Seeker's Arrow. The arrow knows the path. This saying holds great meaning for the Masters of the Raven Wing, a formation known for adhering to strange truths acquired from distant worlds, but also for their success in the field of war. <laughs> when given charge of their brothers, they are like an arrow set to flight, graceful, unearing, Deadly. What is this talk of strange truths acquired on distant worlds, yeah. Jesse? Wasn't the wasn't you the last talk time to us that about someone that? learned that? Sip on my beer. Yeah. Did they I'm pretty sure the last time a legion had strange truths. Bad things did, happened. Davin? Yeah, well, the difference here between Dark Angels and Word Bearers is these guys are apparently known for their success on the field of war. I was referring well to Thousand Sons. I don't know why you're being needlessly hurtful. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say needlessly. <laughs> All right, fair. I didn't do anything to him. I haven't played word bearers in two years. Uh, I don't believe you. It's a little sad to think about. They're still your allegiant at heart, though. Yeah, they're, uh, they're your boys, right? Uh, I can't tell you the last time I put wolves on the table either, but, like, come at me. It's because no one wants to look at them. That's what you guys get for having oh. multiple legions. I only mm, have he's... the one. It's that's know. true. You got the you yeah. You have the got militia. five militia armies. <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. Uh, oh, nevertheless, so, anyway, before, before this gets into another PSA about the dangers of the warp and or abominable intelligence, uh, effects of the Seeker's arrow, uh, the Eye of Caliban, Legion Jetbike Sky Hunter squadrons, and Legion Outrider squadrons may be selected as troop choices in a detachment using this right of war. Quick note, uh, Marshall, um, is Legion Jetbike, is the unit called Jetbike Skyhunters, or is it supposed to be Jetbike, comma, Skyhunter? No, Jetbike Skyhunters. Okay, all right. Carry on. Yeah, that's not, yeah, we're, we're fine. Uh, right. Marshall of the Seeker's Arrow, independent character models is detached with the Sky or the Raven Wing. Special rule may take the hit and run special rule for plus 20 points, because suck it, white scars. Uh, the arrow knows the path this arrow presumably being eight pointed uh a unit from this detachment hey wait a minute at least one (laughs) 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 
Thought I could slip that in there. Um, a unit Zing. from this detachment that includes at least one model with the sign of the Raven Ring special rule gains outflank and may arrive from reserves on the roll of a two-up. And then graceful, unearing, deadly, slaneshi. Any unit that includes <laughs> at least one model with the scion of the Ravenwing special rule may choose to add plus two inches to one of the following each game turn. Run, turbo boost distance, charge distance, or consolidation move distance. God damn, that's good. Yeah, the plus two um, to charge. Yeah, just... And you can choose. I mean, yeah. you're kind of late in the game if you're already charging, but like, oh, I already made it? Well, I'll just get a little extra consolidate. Yeah, just for that. Yeah. When you make sure you want to get that four-inch charge. Yeah, right? Yeah. You'll never fail a four-inch charge again, Jesse. <sighs> it's a beautiful thing. Never this, say never. <laughs> with never this is say right never. <laughs> uh, limitations. A detachment with this right of war may only include vehicles of the fast skimmer or flyer types. An army using this right of war is limited to a single heavy support choice, no matter which force org chart is selected for it. Oh. All jet bike or bike units selected as non-compulsory troop choices must begin the game in reserve. Uh, all compulsory troop choices with the Legionis Astartes Dark Angel Special Rule Detachment must have somebody who's signed to the Raven Wing. Uh, no fortifications, no allied detachments, no joining by independent characters that are not part of this detachment. Um, so here's a question. All jet bike or bike units selected as non-compulsory troop choices must begin the game in reserve. Does this mean like all but two have to start in reserve? How does this work? Hmm. What's your question? Your... Like if I take Repeat my standard, question. like, so I take my standard Age of Darkness four sword, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And compulsory units for that is one HQ, two troops, right? Yeah. And I can take an additional four troops. Do those additional four troop choices begin the game or mandated to begin the game in reserve? If they're jet right bike or bike units. Yes. Fun. What's your, what are you thinking? I don't know. That just seems like a bit of a downer. Well, like it is a limitation. A jet bike. However, yeah, you, give it the, is. you give those guys the Ravenwing special rule, and then suddenly... I mean, they're in they on twos, true. And they, have, they can outflank, which I don't know if they can do that already as jet bikes. It's, it's just the, like, small numbers, meaning you might be blown off the board before that happens. It is a risk. Guess you gotta bring in some of those fast attack jet bikes as well, instead of just troop choice jet bikes. Right, right. It's it's interesting. Yeah, and you could throw a Sakaran in there. I believe the uh, uh, the tiny tank is the tiny tank a the saber. The saber is that a fast one saber? as well? Yes, it is. I would hope so for yes. your sake. Yes, sabers are <laughs> fast. All right, so that's not it's, the it's cool. It's it's yeah, a cool. It's just right? an interesting. It's, the, it's just an it's not the coolest one in the book, but it's cool. No, it's not bad. If you want a jet bike army and hate painting white, boy, do we have the list for you. Plus, who doesn't love jet There's bike? There's two lists, actually. Well, yeah. Night Lords have a bike ride, uh, bike ride in this book, too. Yeah. Uh, but then you have to play Night Lords. What? Night Lords are cool. Shut up. It's always nice to have uh, jet bikes <laughs> and other bikes that can uh, control objectives. Yeah. Because T5's troops. a bitch. Yeah, plus T5 two-up armor. Oof. 
Caliente. Mas caliente. I'm a little surprised that they didn't throw the uh, Hussar squadron in here, which we haven't talked about yet, but... Yeah, well, yeah Hussars are... But I guess that's troop anyway, so... Hussars are already troops, yeah. That's fair. That's actually... Yeah, that's probably why they didn't do that. But very interesting. Probably not my favorite, but still... Uh, I still think it's pretty good. There isn't a lot you can do with it, though. It's not as uh, robust, I feel, as the original Ravenwing protocol, which well, was uh, giving everybody, like, rad grenades. and. We can't all, all be steel fists. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> anyway, there's one last one. This one seems pretty cool. Go for it, Steven. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do this one if you don't mind. Yeah. Unique right of war, Serpent's Bane. Huh. Wonder who this is talking about. <laughs> Named for the ancient Terran proverb upon which many Firewing doctrines are based, a force led and organized by these pragmatic warriors will always seek to cut the head from the serpent. To achieve the destruction of enemy command assets, Firewing commanders ensure that all units are fully briefed on priority targets and the methods by which they may be purged, citing knowledge and determination as the greatest weapons. Well... Obviously, bolters are the best weapons, but okay, Dark Angels. <laughs> uh, effects, Strike Force. Legion Seeker squads and Firewing Enigmatis cadres may be taken as troop choices in a primary detachment using this right of war. Priority target kill list. This sounds like a manifesto. At the start of the game, the controlling player must select three enemy HQ, elite, or Lords of War choices as priority targets and declare the chosen units to their opponents. All units in this detachment that include at least one model with the Scion of the Firewing special rule may add plus one to all wound or armor penetration rules made against these priority targets. If the enemy does, if the enemy army does not include at least three HQs, elites, or Lords of War, then any remaining units from the enemy army may be designated to fill the remaining priority targets. <laughs> I don't know. Kill that tech marine. Screw that guy. <laughs> no, 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 fuck that guy. Well, I guess Marshal of the tax squad in particular. Yeah, yeah, just all those 20 guys, mark them for death. Just get rid of them. Get them out of here. <laughs> Marshal of the Everburning Flame. Independent characters with Dark Angels and Scion Firewing special rule gain plus one attack when locked in combat with a priority target unit. Oh my goodness. Ooh, another forward deployment attacks. protocol. Up to three troop choices that include at least one model with Scion of the Firewing, chosen by the controlling player, may be given the Infiltrate special rule, and if deployed no more than 17 inches, it's kind of a weird number, from a priority target, uh, that unit gains Rage until the end of the second game turn. Oh, Oof. no. <sighs> Limitations. And that's if deployed no more than 17 inches away. Yes. Oh, so Oof. they're saying if you want to closer. Okay. Uh-huh. If you're with yeah. it. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. But yeah. yeah, 17 is weird. I'm not sure where that came from. Is that to get a uh, It might have some... Charge? If I had to take a guess, I would have to... I would say it's probably has to do with something... Uh, the Seeker Squad special ammo has some interesting ranges in there. So it's probably Maybe. to accommodate, accommodate for that. Uh, limitations. All compulsory troops must be filled by either Legion Seeker Squads or Legion Assault Squads. Assault school. Hmm. All compulsory troop choices in the detachment with Dark Angels must include at least one model with Scion of the Firewing. 
the army's warlord must have scion of the firewing or be lion l johnson any army using this right of war may only claim victory at the end of the game if all three priority targets are destroyed or otherwise removed from play as casualties if any remain on the battlefield at the end of play then the Dark Angels player loses the game, regardless of victory points accumulated <laughs> or other victory conditions in play. The army hey, Jesse, may not. Contain... You, remember... <laughs> you remember how it used to be hard to be a Dark Angel? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't want you to forget. Uh, the army may not include any fortifications or an allied detachment. No more. No unit from a detachment using this right of war can be joined by an independent character not part of this detachment. Holy shit! Serpent's Bane is so rude. Now I want to stop and roll back here. Let's let's talk about this fucking where was it? Kill yeah, list. They cite knowledge and determination as their greatest weapon. Are you sure what it's sort not of guns? Thousand Sons <laughs> bullshit is that? Like first you're talking about esoteric lore that you're finding on weird ass planets nobody's heard of. Now you're citing book learning. Like, what? What is going on here? You'll have book to excuse ain't for Austin. He's he's a space wolf player at heart, and therefore hates smart people and <laughs> literacy in general. So, um, let's see. The uh, firewing enigmatis cabal. Enigmatis. They also have scout and hatred by default. Mm -hmm. So anyone with scion of the firewing gains hatred, right? Yes. Uh, hatred against so, what characters or infantry characters may as well be infantry um there is so much quote unquote fuck you in particular in this right of war right oh it's great be so here's a question here's a question before we really dive into this so <clears throat> as we see in the limitation if you don't kill all three of these units you lose, regardless of victory points or any other victory condition in play. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. But you don't automatically win by getting rid of those three units. Correct. And it you says you really may only claim bonus. victory. Yeah. yeah. So it's do it or you're fucked, not yeah. do it and you win the game or else you're fucked. Well, it, it would be... It, with these rules, it's way too easy to win by killing three units, right? Because it's not three units that your opponent picks, right? He doesn't put Sanguinius on the table and then say, haha, you got to kill Sanguinius. Unless he didn't uh, bring. No, unless others. he only has three HQs <laughs> or a right. But Which, if but you're still, bringing Sanguinius at that point, you probably have a lot of stuff on the table. Yeah, you've, bought, you've brought elites, right? You've brought the Angel's but, Tears and those Dawn but conversely, dudes. <laughs> Like, okay, you, uh, let's, let's take my militia army for an example here. Uh, so naturally you have to nominate my force commander. Um, that's it for HQs. Then for elites, I don't know if you could nominate the medics or whatever, but it doesn't really matter because I don't have three elites or Lords of War or HQs. So like, you've got to get that force commander, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have enough, then it, then it just, you pick anything else. But, but you, yes, but you have to pick, like, if you only have one enemy HQ, you still have to pick that one HQ, right? Right. So you have to kill a single independent character 
who knows he's marked for death and what's to stop you as like your opponent from winning the game just hide him in a corner well presumably because enigmatis cabals are troops seekers not cabal but the editor digresses and so are assault marines all of whom have deep strike ah <laughs> to say nothing of termites which we to, which termites. we already know that Je, uh, that Jesse is it, fond Jesse, of how many termites have you bought already termites knowing, drop pods this is more than one let's put it that way yeah and it ultimately again, a little drug and there's nothing stopping you from also bringing in a detachment of deathwing knights with your firewing praetor to just go to town and hack and slash at anything yeah, just hey buddy what's up yeah, oh, oh, um, and it, and it doesn't. That's what I wanted to hear, Jesse. And the death of the priority target doesn't have to be achieved by like a quote unquote firewing unit. No, right? somebody just has Jesse's, to do it. Jesse's super heavy falchion parked on the opposite side of the table can reduce <laughs> that cowardly force commander that's, to his component see, that's, atoms. That's big thinking. I didn't think about a falchion at that point, but you're right. I could just drop yeah. a D uh, template. <laughs> I'd probably get all three that guy. Where's that guy hiding? Doesn't matter. Shoot through the building. <laughs> yes. But Jesus. It's a bad day for mortals. It's a bad day for anybody on the receiving end of this, right? Because your compulsory troops are seeker squads and assault squads with hatred infantry. Technically hatred characters, but I digress. I mean, hatred infantry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget that Seekers already have a rule called Marked for Death that gives them preferred enemy against any one unit that they pick. Preferred enemy. Just in case. Just in case. Plus one attack. Preferred enemy and plus one to all wound or armor pin rolls against priority targets. Yeah. Uh, They've got those Kraken bolts with a 36-inch range. Just now hitting on threes or maybe twos in the case of Seekers. Calm down, Stephen. Jesse can only get so erect. <laughs> and and hitting and wounding with a plus one. So like threes against most Marines, right? You throw yeah. those Kraken bolts on there, which have AP two and shred. I don't want it. I don't want them to. It doesn't matter what you don't want, because this is what you're getting. It's, it's so not about rude. what you want. It's about the Dark Angels getting their man. And the Dark Angels always get their man. <laughs> And we discussed the last time when we oh, talked about... and they have about, precision shots, too. And they have Secret. precision shots. Yeah. So, like, if there's a, <laughs> if there's a dude hiding to in To snipe there. out the character giving preferred and giving them hatred? Yeah. Just, <laughs> no, nah, fuck that guy. He's dead. Yeah. It seems to uh, be the, the basis of all of these rights of war. Hey, hey fuck that guy. Of assault Marines with hatred. They don't even need a chaplain. Right? Like for a while, assault Marines with chaplains was like, well, that's the, that's the combat blob in the troops, uh, in the troops slot. But now you pay 25 points, 25 points, bam, insta chaplain. Effectively. I mean, you don't get zealot, but you don't get zealot, but you do have hatred, right? You have hatred (laughs) and that's what what counts. That's, that's what you really want. And that's that's a 20 man squad of assault Marines is four attacks on the charge or three they have one base one for close combat weapons one for charging so three each there's 20 of them 60 attacks with hatred oh, fuck 
eat your heart out. Do do not like. Do, <laughs> 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 and you know, in case like you said the last time when we talked about the Enigmatus Cabal, uh, you can take Enigmatus Cabal and Assault Marines, right? They both deep strike. Deep strike them both on the same target and force people to choose who they're going to get charged by. Christ. The only yeah, thing that unsettling. I, the only thing that I'm not wild about this list is that there's no uh, there's no accommodations for giving an independent character a Calibanite charge blade, which would be cool as hell. Ah, uh, which comes default with the uh, Cabal. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, your Firewing Praetor can't go slinging around a charge blade like haha, rending. Oops, I killed myself. Yeah, but yeah, but it gets hot. He's not important enough for that. But why wouldn't yeah. you just give him a tyrannic great sword or a for flavor points, Jesse? Uh, for flavor points, <laughs> for a big flaming What's sword. Big old tyrannic great sword is pretty uh, fl- on fire. <laughs> and the the Lord of War is almost just insult to injury, right? Because you already get price of failure for losing your Lord of War. So we've already established that a squad of Deathwing companions with jump packs and a single stasis grenade can just like plink a knight, drop it to I-1, and then mob it with melted bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Deeply not okay. So. I think that's it, guys. That is the rules of the Dark Angels. It took us uh, four episodes to go through it, but I had a lot of fun. Well, it took six years to get it, so here we are. Six years and four episodes later. Mm. But, uh, I know there's still questions out there, but I feel like overall, it's a very solid rule set for these guys. Oh, yeah, 100%. definitely worth the wait, um, especially for six rights of war. And that's yeah, not the only uh, rights of war right? that they can use. Right, like they still right. have the generics. the the generics that everybody what else generic, gets. Like, all right, you say that. What generic would you get? Unless you wanted like Fury of the Ancients. Fury of the Ancients. That's literally the only right and, that matters to yeah, me Primarch's ever. Chosen. I think Primarch's Chosen is the only other one. But you have a but you have a better version of that. How so? Well, so or at least a cooler version where you can yeah, take Termies and Vets' troops. That's yeah. true, but problem with that is. Line I mean, still you're a, still bringing the lion as a, it's a Lord, Lord of War. war if I want to put the lion in a, uh, let's say, a Mastodon, I still got to take Primarch's Chosen. Hmm. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, all right. So for those six people that have both <laughs> the lion and a Mastodon. And the points to field them. I might be one of those people. What? You don't have a Mastodon? Yeah, I do. You do? Why is this the first I'm hearing of this? Because it's not done yet. I mean, it's built, but it's oh. in the middle of being painted. I've shared it before. I don't know why you haven't seen it. I mean, I might have, and it's just 2020 is a shit show. So. It's true, too. I'll give you that pass. Everyone gets one. All right. Yeah. Um, I think of the generics. Uh, I mean, there's hell, there's always drop pot assault, right? Drop pot assault is always good. Um. I forget if it's Descent of Angels or Wrath of Angels. I think it's Wrath of Angels is the Assault Marine one where everybody gets hit and run. That is a nice one. I'll give you that. I'm not sure uh-huh. I would take that over these, but it is a fun one. 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if for whatever reason you feel like playing uh, the generic rights without the scion of taxes, then, you know, you got them. Because I think, uh, I think this Firewing one we just did, Serpent's Bane, is probably better than, uh, well, not better, but comparable at least to Wrath of Angels, but a whole bunch of assault squads with hit and run. That's what I played with my Night Lords, and it's so much fun. I mean, you can also do a whole army of assault guys with the Storm of War as well. That's true. Oh, man. And they can get Furious Charge, and then you give them the Firewing. Uh, oh, no, they can't do Firewing. They have to do Stormwing. No, give them an Apothecary who has Firewing, and then they get Furious Charge and Hatred. Uh, let's see. What else could you do? Oh, there's the rarely seen Brethren of Iron. Uh, yeah, but that's already you, I think, rarely seen. Yeah, but like, like Thalax's, tr- Thalax's non-compulsory troops. Um, Castalax is your Just heavy to make, support. To make Just the Exendio list? Yeah, to make the Exendio list. Like, oh no, I spent all my points on Exendios, but I still want more cyborgs. Oops, all Exendio. <laughs> Oops, all Exendio. <laughs> oh no, yeah. robot revolution. Austin warned us this would happen. Yeah, it's just rad, rad robot revolution. I think right now mm. I have settled on the, using the chaos decimator as the body for the. Uh... You can't go wrong. I love the decimator so much. I, I fully endorse this choice, Jesse. Uh, the decimator is a classic Forge World model that, for some reason, unlike all the other Forge World models, has yet to be relegated to legends. Um, and it still holds up as a model, right? And it, it still it holds does not up. Show yeah. its age at all. Yeah, and it's got so many cool parts. Yeah. Like the more you look at it, there's just chaos in every single part. There are faces in its legs. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a Dremel to a lot of it, but uh, well, you know, you if green you green stuff sculpting, green stuff, yeah, maybe green, uh, green stuffing instead of Dremeling off, maybe you could probably kind of work with those legs a little bit with the contemptor chassis potentially it looks like the decimator is a little bit yeah. bigger than a contemptor though or uh it maybe is actually find some I... warlord shin plates or something maybe well we'll see green stuffing over the face might work out better slap a few uh transfers on there it doesn't look too yeah. difficult famous yeah, last the, words yeah. but the weapons <laughs> themselves look uh esoteric enough that that they'll uh yeah fill in perfectly. Like I think that little beam cannon thing they have will work perfectly as a pulse Storm cannon. Storm laser. So cool. Mm. Probably uh, change out their conversion beamer and call it the nerve induction shredder. I mean, that thing looks pretty shreddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to shred some nerves. No doubt. Uh-huh. Have it all painted black with some iron wing uh, insignia. Fuck. That'd be cool. Yeah. It really uh. would be. Hmm. You can take those big old shoulder plates off and it's got nothing but just coils of uh, cabling. And... You know, with, uh, with it having the, the adamantic save mm-hmm. and it's supposed to, like, the fluff describes in this pretty articulate, that would be a really good, uh, I think, thing to do to kind of um, represent the fact that they're not so bulky and, and weighed down by their armor. Yeah, and it would also help change the outline of the model, so it would be mm-hmm. less yeah. likely people would be like, oh, isn't that that Forge World thing? No, it's, uh, no, it's an Exendio. Deal with it. To be yeah. fair, I haven't really seen any of these out in the wild. 
very often either. But yeah, I said change it up. Maybe dr- I probably gem- dremel off the uh, the top plate's uh, giant chaos star. What? But like a lot of like a lot of the iron banding on the edge of the armor. I don't care because a lot of the Dark Angel stuff already has that, so it fit up pretty well. And uh, it's yeah, other than a couple of demon faces on some shoulder plates, there's nothing really uh, organic on there at all. Mm-hmm. And the back has this giant container that has chains wrapped around it, so it's like, oh, cool, that's where we keep the AI at. I should get a decimator. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, guys, uh, thanks for uh, joining us on this fun journey of going through Book 9 Crusade. Uh, this, I believe this wraps up the Dark Angels rules. I don't know what we want to do next. We want to do... Um, Probably next, we'll either do the Night Lords or probably the generic uh, generic units first. Oh, yeah, there is some of that in there. A little updates yeah, to everything. There yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truly, Book 9 has something for everyone. A plethora of rules, you might say. That's right. A cornucopia unto the people of 30K. Or at least Dark Angels players. At, at the very yeah. least. Or people who now decide to become Dark Angels players. Speaking of which... One last note. Uh, I have been saying for a while that I kind of like the idea of doing a traitor Dark Angels force, but because I'm a dedicated Chaos player, I have to dedicate them to a god. Uh, I think that I'm going to go ahead and do the Serpent's Bane Rite of War with Malal-aligned Dark Angels. Yeah, Malal, interesting. Yes. Just champ- champion hunting Dark Angels. A lot of yep. black and white mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. checks. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who uh, listens tonight and especially to our patrons who uh, support us and make these episodes possible, starting with our Predator tier, Alex Self, Chris Mack, Jacob Dillon, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, and Nicholas Quenga. And Luke Rizzuto. Our Legion Centurions, Andrew N., Angry Boy, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Queen Chris Wayne, Scott LeMay, The Original Applesauce, and Black Label Painting. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Aaron Maynard, Duncan, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, and Nick Gillen. Thank you all so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30kpodcast. And if you like our uh, podcast, be sure to uh, subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Discord server, which uh, link in the description. You can listen to us uh, anywhere, any podcast app you have. We have a link to our RSS feed as well in the description. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RR30KPodcast. Uh, Instagram at Remembrancers underscore Retreat. You can visit our website at RR30K.com is where you can find the Battlefleet Gothic Compendium, or Battlefleet Heresy Compendium, excuse me, which uh, Austin and Steven wrote a whole shit ton of rules to play Battlefleet Gothic set during the Horus Heresy and Great Crusade. And with that, that's all I have tonight. You guys got anything left? Um, hmm. Just the reiteration that, uh, as always, uh, Lost Transmissions is still being done. Um, there's a lot to do and not a lot of time in which to do it. So we haven't put out a Lost Transmission episode in a while, but we are recording them. So that's all I have. Cool. Well, again, my name is Jesse. Yes, it nice is. Nice to meet you, Jesse. <laughs> my name is Austin. My name is Steven. Have a good night. <laughs> Keep those dice rolling. 
And uh, damn, guys, this is three years of podcasting. Here's to another well, three. Well. Never, never let it be said we took it up as a quarantine uh, job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we beat it by two. We did it, boys. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, I out. My, my wife keeps sending me things like, hey, if you know a, like, white male between the ages of 25 and 35, remind them that now is not the time to start a podcast. I'm like, too late. <laughs> We've already it's been done. Where were you <laughs> two late. years ago? Can't stop Can't now. Can't stop. Won't stop. Will not stop. I have way too much fun. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>